0: Welcome, foolish mortals, to Slice of Disney. I am your host, your podcast host. (laughs) Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Our podcast begins here in this introduction, where you hear my spooky voice as we continue our journey into this attraction's history as it appeared in its corruptible mortal state. This week on Slice of Disney, The Haunted Mansion, Part 4, Walt's Final Influences. Frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing
1: their terror with ghoulish delight.
0: Welcome to Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I am your host, Kelly Washington, Disney obsessed enthusiast, and real life Ghost Tinkerbell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I am your co-host, Will Lentz, occasional, very rare Disney goer at this point, and real life uh, Disney artist.
0: You're you're a Disney artist. I
1: am. Yeah, I got you know the, the you know the artificial intelligence uh, like. Stuff where you can like type oh. in words and it gives you a back certain like art and stuff. I bought a subscription to that, so I've been making a bunch of different stuff. Oh my god. Including some Disney stuff.
0: I did I actually I used one of those to and used our logo to see what I could make out of. And some of them are really weird. And I was gonna send it to you and I just realized I didn't. So. I, I
1: just realized I made like an evil Mickey and it looks super <gasps> cool and I'll have to show it to you. Nice. Um and I'll I'll maybe we'll find a way to post it on socials.
0: This is very fitting. Um well, okay, so one... Yeah, I
1: did a Madame Leota one earlier this really? morning. And so that's why I was like, oh, I got to mention it.
0: Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Um, those things are really neat. And...
1: They're great for D&D stuff. So it's basically been D&D with the occasional Disney thing thrown the in.
0: Occasional Disney yeah. artist. Yeah. There you go. Um, apparently, there was a recent... We're already sidebarring. It's the morning. We usually record at nighttime. Yeah. Uh, but it is really, really hot here in Los Angeles. So we're doing it in the morning before it gets too crazy because we can't run the air conditioning while mm-hmm, we record. Mm-hmm. And um so we're we're at a different mind.
1: Yeah, I've right got now. my coffee. Uh, I it's don't mostly drink coffee. kicked in. Uh, uh you, but you know fortunately even keeled is sort of my persona anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> just add sleepy to it so far. will yeah, be
0: good. um but, the, but it'll be fun. Did you see that at one of these like art competitions, I think in I San did. Francisco, that a yeah an AI painting one.
1: And I do hate that. I, I think hate that, that I think it's that's crazy. <laughs> I think it's fun for like a little cool way to make some inspo and stuff but but definitely does not count as real artistic abilities but i don't know you know i've never
0: i i've I've never liked
1: uh robots so yeah sorry if you're out there listening
0: we're about to talk about some robots that's true um (laughs) let's get into it so for my birthday every year we go to the greatest attractions history the haunted mansion mm-hmm. and so we are in part four part which four. is crazy i i mean talking um as part of preparing i went back and listened to all of the previous ones and like episode one my voice is about 10 octaves higher i believe it i'm so excited um we also had so much trouble recording and... that
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i am just remembering this Because it wasn't the first time we tried. No. Uh, Because we tried like two partners earlier. And so not only was your, you were so excited, this was also like ramped down a little bit because we'd already done three hours over it.
0: We had, and we we posted on our Patreon. So if you're a part of our Patreon, you can listen to the like disaster that is the first couple of me trying to just like get through everything. Mm -hmm. And then that's when we decided, I'm just going to take my sweet time and I'm going (laughs) to share as much information as I can. Yeah. Um so to review a little bit, uh first episode to the third. Um the first episode we kinda of talked about like Walt always wanted a haunted house in his theme park. Mm-hmm. Even when his theme park was eleven acres in Burbank, California. Mm-hmm. Um in the original drawings of Disneyland there was like a little spooky road with a haunted house in the on a hill. Um about every imagineer that started at WED worked on this at some point in some capacity um no matter what people brought though like walt would like something but it was never good enough um then we kind of discussed all the different storylines
1: yeah which is very cool i really like the alternate storylines that it could have been Uh,
0: i know i think about that often like the wedding one and then like Mm -hmm. there's the bride like was running down the stairs, and she fell, and her head fell off, and Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. So please go through all of them. They're really fun. There's an evil sea captain. Um, And then in the most recent uh, episode three, we kind of talked about some of the Imagineers, what they were working on, um, going to the Winchester Manor, Yeah, where I learned that that Winchester, like the gun, Mm -hmm. had a manor. which was inspiring, and uh,
1: and and there's like a, it's like a cursed manor that yeah. was the belief. So there's all kinds of weird like doorways that lead to brick walls and stuff. And I think the idea was like trying to make sure that the ghosts get confused as they come from you. Yeah, you liked um, it. Yeah, so that's very cool too.
0: Um, they discussed um, what the house was going to look like because Walt like was like was cranky about it. Because um, he wanted, you know, he he didn't want it to look like dilapidated, even though they are right. like, this is spooky. And he's like, no.
1: Yeah. It's got to be spooky, spooky chic.
0: Yeah, spooky chic. That's that's my brand. <laughs> I'm spooky chic. <laughs> You're, you can take that <laughs> for sure. Um, and I'm trying to speed through. Yeah, we discussed different people. We discussed Ken Anderson, uh, who was one of the top animators. Then he went to work on a lot of dark rides at Fantasyland, that kind of stuff. Um, then we have Mark Davis, who was the, um, uh, again, another animator who went to Imagineer, who worked on, like, he apparently was really good with the ladies. He made Tinkerbell, Maleficent, Cinderella. Not, like, good with uh, the ladies. Yeah,
1: name. I definitely was like, wait, what?
0: We, I'm like, sure he had, was good with the I ladies. Think we, I think we
1: had the same conversation we, on that I one. I think we I might, have so. too.
0: I might have said the same, similar thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Claude Coates, who was... An animator turned mm-hmm. imagineer who did mm-hmm. a lot of the dioramas, um, like Primeval World, the Pirates of Caribbean, blah blah blah. Then we had Marvin Davis, who was an art director and scene designer, mm-hmm. a lot of Main Street. Uh, and then we have two that we're going to focus on. We we talked about a little bit before, but I'm we're going to get back into them a little bit. Figured it was easier to kind of just yeah, remind table you table set table set sets the table. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Rolly Crump, who we love.
1: Rolly, Raleigh? Raleigh.
0: So okay, because I, I always
1: felt like I would always Raleigh, but I may have been doing it wrong the whole time.
0: I think we've been doing it wrong. Uh,
1: well, apologies to Mister Rolly.
0: Well, because I noticed this Haley, our guest, who is mm-hmm. the granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. Um, of Harriet Burns, she knows him, and mm-hmm. when she would talk about him, she said Rolly.
1: Okay, well, so
0: I think Raleigh. I think we were saying it wrong.
1: Uh, well, I, uh, I apologize, uh, and in order to make it up to you, Rolly, um, you're welcome anytime on this podcast.
0: I know, wouldn't that be so cool? <laughs> uh, that's a dream right there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think we were saying it incorrectly. Well,
1: I'm glad we can correct the record.
0: Yeah, um, and so he was the one who uh, was making weird mobiles and kinetic structures, and was we always tinkering, mm-hmm. um, and he did a, a lot. Um, he did animating stuff like Peter Pan, Lady of the Tramp, but then moved to do like Tiki Room and Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we have Yale Gracie, who um, was known for a lot of his special effects. Um, he was a phenomenal engineer. He invented, you know, the Leota effect. He was the one who brought in Pepper's Ghost and said, "Hey, we should use this effect." Uh, so. Those two were the ones who, as we ended our story last, right. were really bonding and building out a warehouse um, of all of their crazy things. Um, we, I, I'll kind of refresh. There was a story where a janitor would go in at night, you know, and clean all the rooms, and he had asked them to leave the lights on because they were so freaked out by all of the different special effects and you know things that they had created. Um, but one day they accidentally had the lights off and I guess when they walked in, it triggered them to like put the infrared lights on Mm. and then all the effects started going and it got so scared that you just saw like a broom in the middle of the room. They were like, we're, you cleaned your own room. We're done.
1: Um, Uh, which is very fun. I feel like we, we talked about that maybe in the, uh, the scary stories episode too.
0: We might've, yeah, Yeah, that was episode three too. Um, so that was probably one of my favorite stories, Mm -hmm. uh, from that. And I want to get back into them. I want, okay. to, I want to start where we left off. Perfect. Um, so we got a
1: warehouse with a bunch of spooky stuff in it.
0: Warehouse, a bunch of spooky stuff. And something that I thought was interesting was that uh, Yale Gracie's sons said that if it were up to Gracie, that this mansion was going to be way scarier. Like, okay. he wanted, a lot of the illusions he made are the ones that we see that are like, like I said, the floating head mm-hmm. or the Pepper's Ghost, the use of Pepper's Ghost, but he wanted it to be like dark and sinister,
1: like alien encounter,
0: like extraterrestrial. That's exactly what he was thinking. Of. That's perfect. That's
1: he was like, there's going to be a thing. I don't have the time tell. to to release Alien the movie, but
0: <laughs> I uh, this is this is I could tell that my brain isn't awake yet. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about the Avatar. You know how they're like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're gonna release the movie, Mm -hmm. and they're re-releasing the original in theaters,
1: which I never saw in theaters.
0: You know, they're only doing it because no one remembers. Yeah, no,
1: that's that's definitely true. Like,
0: what I I I remember everyone being like, "This is basically Pocahontas." Yeah, Pocahontas. And that's all I remember.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen it. I know Unobtainium is the MacGuffin in it, which seems insane that you would name it that and let that, like, that go all the way to theaters. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll go see it in theaters because I haven't. And I feel like you got to see it in 3D. It's what everybody said. But also, I have no interest in that franchise. So anyway. I
0: just like the attractions at Disney. Back to um, Yale Gracie so Yale trying Gracie, to make it scary. Yeah. So Yale Gracie said, when we build the illusions, we were surprised to find how effective they really were. Yell recalled in an interview with Famous Monsters magazine in February of 1971. People enjoy being frightened, but we can't make the attraction too scary because of the droves of children that would be coming. It's like adding a wink at the end of a ghost story.
1: Yeah, like, it's not really scary. Um, You know what I want to highlight in that? That's all interesting. What's most interesting is there was a magazine called (laughs) Famous Monsters in the 70s.
0: So, in doing my research, thanks to, actually...
1: Yeah, no, I was going to say.
0: Thanks to our guest from last year, Jeff Brom, who's like... A lot of what I know is because of him. Mm -hmm, Um, So, and he quotes this famous Monsters magazine. There we go.
1: I was like, I feel like I'd heard of it before. And then yet I am also surprised when I see it in writing. Why have I heard (laughs) of it? Yeah.
0: Um, I would subscribe. Yeah. Um, At the end of the day, okay, this big warehouse, Mm -hmm. a mixture of like individual special effects and then the ones that were all hanging out in the big house. Mm They developed and conceptualized over 80 different special effects just for the Haunted Mansion.
1: That's interesting. I mean, there's definitely over 80, like, things in the actual Haunted Mansion, but probably not, like, specific effects, effects, right? So that's cool. There's probably a lot they didn't use.
0: There's, uh, you can, they have the journal entries of Mm. the ideas all written out and, like, little drawings and stuff that you can check out. Um, I'll put it. At least on our, on our Patreon, our will put all these things. I don't know how much I'm allowed to share of it. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. probably legal, right? Yeah, I don't, don't know. know. We'll
1: see. We'll look into it. We'll have our lawyers look
0: into it. <laughs> we'll our lawyers. Um, uh, and so many of these effects, like, I, I keep thinking about the fact that they literally took a warehouse in Burbank and they built out a, a complete version of the Haunted Mansion. And I don't know, like, which ones were where. But I wonder, like, how some of them, the ones that were built to go together, were they trying to tell a story there?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it definitely is, like, that, that's one of the themes of this so far. And honestly, it's not too far off from a, like, general theme of the Haunted Mansion as it is. It's that there's a lot of stuff going on. A and lot. there's not, like, one through-line narrative. Like, there are, there's, like, a loose one. But for the most part, it's like, and then in this room, there's this crazy creepy thing and in this room it's a scary thing
0: Uh, i have a there's an actual thought about that but that comes a lot later we're not there yet
1: let's keep rolling then okay
0: we're we're going to rolly uh i since we're discussing them in a little more detail Mm -hmm. there was a rolly likes to tell this story that yale gracie had a real actual supernatural experience okay so apparently once yale told rolly of his trip that he took to the east coast and spent uh, a summer with his aunt and his cousins on that day, young Master Gracie, um, he was packing up to go home and his aunt was like, oh, did you enjoy your summer? Like, did you have a good time? And he's like, um, the little old lady who lives in the closet and comes out to read to us every night. Yeah, she was cool. <laughs> um, <and> all <laughs> terrifying. All of his cousins started uh, telling him to stop because if he started talking about her, she wouldn't come back. You had to keep her a secret.
1: Extra terrifying.
0: Extra terrifying. Terror, yeah, that's true, that's where it came fighting. from. Yeah, um, and the aunt was like really, um, disturbed because it
1: kids are scary or creepy, that's the better word. Because, like, you know, I mean, it, it, they can just deliver that kind of stuff in such a, like a nonchalant way, yeah. That you're just like, uh, okay,
0: like, why would they say this, or like, right. why? And even if this wasn't real, why did their brain go there? Right, exactly. Um, and so eventually the aunt went to the library and mm-hmm. did some research on the previous owner of her house. And apparently a little old lady, uh, there's a photo of her and her children um, in whatever, in the library. Uh, and they recognized her as the woman from the closet. That's terrifying. I know. And Rolly was like, I know Yale didn't make this up because he isn't that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He, like, he's very much so a factual, truthful person. So, ooh, there you go. Uh,
1: you know, I, I can't say by any means that ghosts aren't real. I, I have know. not seen one, but at the same time, it's just like, well, you know, <sighs> I can't I can't tell you that it's not right.
0: Some of my friends that work, uh, that have a different podcast, mm-hmm. um, they were asking me if I wanted to come on as a guest to talk about any, like, real-life ghost experiences, and I was like, look, I'm obsessed with ghosts. Unfortunately, I don't really have right. anything worth sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is my It feels version. like we're
1: past our time at this point. Yeah. Like they mostly, well, I mean, maybe not. I'm knocking on wood just to be sure. <laughs> that was wasn't that. me.
0: Now we have something to talk about on this podcast. Um, I could go on my friend's podcast and just talk about the Haunted Mansion, though. That's um, true. You could. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, I think that that's probably one of the reasons that Gracie was, like, so into this project. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he really like I said he likes the dark side of things he said uh, and I think it was the same interview with like the famous monster magazine he said someday I would like to design a real scare house some of our illusions that weren't used for the Haunted Mansion would send chills through everyone I know
1: ooh scary
0: everyone like the I would have
1: liked to have seen it
0: me too yeah that's I the, the warehouse the fake Haunted Mansion I wish that I could have gone yeah and experienced some of that that'd be pretty cool um Okay, so now we are in 1962. Ha, joke's on you, because uh, it doesn't open until 69.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. I know we got a long way to go.
0: I One of the books that I read to work on this, I'm only on page 20. Anyway, <laughs> 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 uh,
1: yay!
0: <laughs> I was told this week, as I was researching...
1: You're going you to have a ghost story soon, there. when I disappear. You're <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, Kelly, you're a really special person. <laughs> <laughs> It's like i know um so we kind of ended with this too um that the imagineers and delusioners had gone Mm -hmm. kind of over to start working at the world's fair because the world's fair took all of wed so the focus on the haunted mansion was like eh, you know
1: sure but it's been that way for a little bit anyways right (laughs) it's kind of been like we have this idea exactly yeah Yeah,
0: we we keep So it's not surprising
1: it. that the world's fair. They're like, okay, cool. Well, we'll sideline that for a bit.
0: They kept getting distracted by things, um, but there was a little hope because they'd already kind of talked about it and announced it to the world. That's you know, true. Remember that interview? Yeah, Walt yeah, was like, we're, yeah, we're <laughs> building a retirement home for all the ghosts. Um, yeah. yeah, he, in 1962, they were already working on New Orleans Square, which meant they were also working on the exterior facade of the mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they were going to be Two attractions that took over most of it. Pirates of the Caribbean, which I've been told I need to do more episodes on. Um, your favorite, right? Yeah, I, I, I hated that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know who told you that, but I will fight them.
0: Um yeah, he doesn't really read a, I don't know if you read some of our DMs or not. <laughs> um, I do
1: I don't read the, the Instagram ones. Okay. Cuz I feel like those are generally to you and so I try to be keep surprised. That,
0: like uh we did get offered um a sugar daddy and oh, I said well, that that's was for you. For me then. Yeah, 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 that was. Yeah, I'll
1: take that for sure.
0: Um and it was like this is real opportunity. I was like, <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll
1: take it sure. Let's go. <laughs> what do you want?
0: <laughs> um and uh they were also working on redesigning Tomorrowland because Opened in nineteen fifty five, now we're in sixty two, and it's dated. Which even right now, currently, they are redoing Tomorrowland. Like I uh, feel yeah. like they're constantly yeah, yeah, trying to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. I like it. I like I mean it kinda makes reveal.
1: sense because you know, tomorrow is always different. The next day. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, so Hollywood turned Disneyland art director named Harvey T. Gillett. That'd be my guess. Gillette.
1: I don't oh, know. Oh, it's, it's Gillette. not Gillette. Could be Gillette.
0: Isn't that like the razor?
1: I mean Gillette is a razor.
0: I'm gonna say it both ways.
1: Okay, cool. I'm, okay. I'm gonna leave both in because oh, I don't God. know the answer. <laughs>
0: Hollywood turned Disneyland art director named Harvey T. Gillette or art direct- or Hollywood turned Disneyland art director named Harvey T. Gillette. Gillette. Gillette.
1: Oh man, you know. Coffee, if we, coffee. If we didn't tell people this is in the morning, they'd be like, they're drunk. It's like, no, we're just sleeping. <laughs>
0: It's true. Um, who had previously worked at the parks. But, like, he was really into the Haunted Mansion project, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Um, and so he lobbied Walt to have... Uh, the the facade needed to be erected as soon as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was like, come on, like, I really need to do this. He's like, but man, it's...
1: I'm jonesing for Haunted Mansion.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's like... And it's really because he just wanted the chance to work on the project. Mm-hmm. And it's good because um, it ended up being his last project. He passed away in October of 1963. Mm-hmm. So... You know, like, he probably, he wanted to build his retirement that's, house. That's
1: what I was going to say. You uh-huh. know?
0: And so according to Bob Gurr, mm-hmm. who we'll talk about a little later, Harvey drew almost all of the technical drawings necessary for the structure and created a layout for the construction. Something I never understood is how he got approval to build the building before the show was even figured out. Normally, we'd have to plan the whole project. With this one, the house suddenly just showed up because Harvey wanted it. And it sounds pretty shocking because, as you know, Walt would be your favorite boss.
1: Yeah, 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 the worst. Yes. Um,
0: And so the fact that he was cool with this because Walt was very meticulous... Uh Is pretty shocking.
1: It is shocking, but it's also not uh, too strange, I think, for the Haunted Mansion. you know, like, it's fitting. Yeah, because they're like, well, we just drew a spooky house uh, on this map. And they're like, I don't know what that is, but we're doing it. We're, <laughs> we're so going to figure this it out. It does feel like a lot of this sort of was backwards and figuring how to retrofit inside it.
0: They So they had to work backwards. Yeah. Because they had teased enough information to the public that people were getting excited. They're building an exterior. So what do we do? Mm-hmm. Because... It was it was getting kind of blurry there. They didn't really know what was happening. They had all of this. They had eighty different special effects, a bunch of storylines, but really, and at this
1: point still, it's like supposed to be like a walkthrough, right? Or yeah, something? it's yeah. still
0: a walkthrough. Um, so in order to tease, I guess the studio um, and park gagmen because they had gagmen um,
1: people that created gags.
0: Yes. Yeah. I guess not like choking men
1: yeah i don't think so
0: no yeah um they had to come up with a way to kind of help with the public's curiosity because they're like
1: keep it warm yeah like keep
0: people excited but also they're like i don't know what do we
1: drive some hype
0: yeah what do we do because we don't know what's going on yeah um so wally bogue who was a the comic star of the golden horseshoe review Mm -hmm. uh contributed a gag idea to disneyland supervisor dick irvine Uh, to help him drum up a little pre-opening publicity, uh, which was based on one of Ken Anderson's early storylines. So an example of one of the gags would have been um, that there was going to be a phone outside of the mansion, just like a standalone phone, and the guests could pick it up and hear, we're sorry, but you've been disconnected. Seems he went all to pieces. Now he's one of us ghosts, and we're all waiting for you at Walt Disney's amazing haunted house where ghosts goes from all over the world wait for you humans. Which
1: is a weird gag to me because it's like It's in, kind of
0: creepy. It like, is.
1: I mean, it's, like it's, like it's supposed to be.
0: But, yeah, but it's like you're specifically supposed to be calling someone you know uh, and they're saying he's dead and he's in there.
1: Yeah, and I was like, but you can't come in because yeah, we're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I, I see it.
0: <laughs> but there were a bunch, right, that they had like come up with like this idea but none of them ended up being used. Sure. Um, yeah, the ghosts were on vacation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a pamphlet in the front of Disneyland that would be like, up and coming, you know, attractions and whatever. And of course, the Haunted Mansion had been on there for forever. Oh, right, right. Um, and so there was one in 1963 that said that Walt Disney had talent scouts uh, out there gathering the world's greatest collection of ghosts. That's kind of
1: fun, actually. I like that concept. Turn that, like that a into a Disney plush TV show. For, yeah.
0: For ghosts? Yeah. Ooh, our Patreon side characters. Yeah. Why didn't we think of like... That would be a good one. Oh, my God. Can we go back and redo that? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they also, yeah, they said the attraction would be open by 1963. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joke's on them. They gagged them. <laughs> they, they gagged too hard. <laughs> um, it's funny that that word means joke. Um so
1: just doing a little gag. Me, um, in
0: 1962, the facade was done. Mm-hmm. We got pamphlets telling you mm-hmm. there's talent scouts out. But there was something that I told you is taking everybody away. But this was such a necessary part of the Haunted Mansion's history. And we wouldn't have the ride we have today if it weren't for the 1964 World's Fair. Um,
1: I mean, you could really divide. It feels like to me. The parks pre-World Fair and post-World Fair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's other divisions throughout it, but, like, if you're thinking, like, the Industrial Revolution changed everything in the way that w- the world worked, et cetera. It feels like the World Fair did that for the
0: Disney for amusement the parks, parks and all that sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah. And even even with the adding, you know, all of the different sponsors in a different way after the World's Fair, Disney realizing, we can use other people's money to build things to make our parks better, but it helps them, yeah. you know. Um, and we go through a lot of the World's Fair history in a lot of our previous episodes. So if you want to listen to Hall of Presidents, um, we do it because Mr. Lincoln's involved, uh, Small World, Carousel of Progress. Then you get to hear a lot of right. the World's Fair history, which I think is really cool, um, especially because this is to me where the theme park, where the theme park like juices. Yeah. Know, excites me. Sure. Um, we also talked about.
1: Never mind. <laughs> Try not to gag on all the juice. And then I was
0: like. Well, that's, Will was not hired to write the jokes in 1962.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, I would have (laughs) crushed
0: it.
1: So how did the World Fair end up influencing us?
0: Well, there was an attraction. Because, remind you, they were working on Pirates and, um, and Haunted Mansion. And they had to be people eaters that's like the technical name for these kinds of attractions where they didn't just want tens or hundreds of people to go through every hour they needed thousands of guests to go through the attractions per hour and so they were trying to figure out how to do that with um you know with pirates they figured out doing the boats um and then with haunted mansion they were just going to build two identical showrooms mm-hmm. and then just have the walk through and like get people in you know keep going But because of a couple different things. First of all, Hall of Presidents, we dove into talking about moments with Mr. Lincoln and how Walt went to our car man. If you listen to Autopia, he has a really impressive history. Um, Bob Gurr used aeronautical uh, technology to design a robot, Um, which is now what we know Disney trademarked audio animatronics. that changed everything.
1: Yeah. Bob For Ger. Pirates
0: too, Bob Gurr, sir. Um, and the other thing that Bob Ger, So Bob Ger, I feel like, even though all of them were inspired and lots of things happened at the World's Fair, Bob Gur definitely had a big... Uh, Aha uh-huh moment while sure. he was there.
1: That's good. Yeah. yeah, Eureka moment. Yeah, I do think that like that that creation of the audio animatronic changed so much about you know uh, obviously I mean you can just think about like if you've been through the Haunted Mansion you can think about like oh there's so many places where that kind of thing is right.
0: Yeah, like can you imagine Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which are basically light up. I don't know because you didn't even have like it's a small world those animatronics. Right. You know you didn't even quite have that. like Yeah tiki room birds all of this is coming you know right, and right. building human robots that yeah. look like they're doing stuff like can you imagine cardboard cutouts on pirates
1: yeah no really yeah the do. ride would be done yeah i mean i already think it should be but like it would be even more, <laughs> people would be more on my side
0: you'd have you definitely have more people <laughs> who agree with you then um so ride vehicles mm-hmm. Suddenly That's the other thinking, thing I always
1: associate Bob Gurr with, is like his, like the transportation stuff. Yay. So I'm excited to get to this part.
0: Um, we're not going to fully get there oh. today. I know. We're, we're getting there. I promise you, we're so close. Um, but while he's at the World's Fair, he worked on a thing called the Magic Skyway, which we kind of mentioned before. Mm-hmm. There are these cool, like, convertible cars that go through a Magic Skyway. But there were in the same way that Autopia had issues, there were a lot of crashes, yeah. you know, like it was still really, I think, successful, but sure. it wasn't a smooth sailing. Where there was a competitor, uh, General Motors had an attraction called Futurama. Mm-hmm.
1: Not, the, not TV the TV show. show. Yeah. Um,
0: and this was fascinating because it was kind of... The, the ride had a conveyance system that would carry people through the attraction in an endless loop. Um, Bob Gurr says, like elephants walking tail to trunk. So everybody is... It's constantly moving. There's not going to be any crashes because it's on a conveyor belt.
1: Uh-huh. So it's like what we know now to be like the Dune bucky, that sort of thing, or Dune bucky.
0: We're getting almost right, right? But that concept, even the pirate boats, like having them all be, yeah, 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 stream. You know, so you're not driving it yourself. Right,
1: right. That makes um,
0: sense. He was very envious of this idea. He's yeah. like, oh man, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, uh, but it it got his wheels turning. Nice, hey, nice. That nice. wasn't
1: got his conveyor belt turning. That
0: was so easy. Um. <laughs> And so he's thinking that's where his brain is going. Bob Gurr's over here thinking, okay, well, it looks like I'm building humans. And, huh, if I can get people through this. Yeah. The walk, you know, maybe people don't have to walk. Yeah. Because I'm um, sure
1: that would be the, like, like people are walking through, people can go different speeds. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, can't get as many people through. This is like And this is how you control people. Exactly. Hard. Efficiency <laughs> and consistency. Well, no, but I mean, that is what, what it comes to.
0: Yeah. Um, and then at the same time, uh, We have, you know, Rolly Crump is over there. We talked about him and it's a small world because remember he built that really huge, weird tower.
1: Abstract tower thing. Yeah, that Walt
0: used his own money because he was like, we must have this weird tower. And then it showed up and Walt was like, I hate this. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Poor Rolly. Um, So once he was done with the World's Fair, he comes back and he's like, okay, I really wanna get back to this Haunted Mansion project. Mm-hmm. He was really into it. Yeah. And I did just, um, and though they didn't land on a story yet, Rolly thought of the Haunted Mansion differently. He was like, why do we need a story? Great uh, question. Yeah, he's like, you know, bats, cobwebs, that stuff is so predictable. What if we use surrealism and the lack of story in the mansion?
1: Which I'm kind of into.
0: So he decides he's going to like start designing just his version of a haunted mm-hmm, house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One that avoided cliche and stretched the limits of imagination. Sure.
1: Classic I,
0: rolling. There you go. Like the, that weird tower, trinkets, always messing with things. And then you think of like, you know, on the Haunted Mansion, that chair that looks like it has a face. Yes. That kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's a normal thing, but it's freaking weird. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I love that.
0: And so. I find that stuff really interesting. Yeah, that's that. This is how his brain was thinking. He was imagining a house where inanimate and lifeless objects come to life. They have faces, they move, floating lanterns, all that kind of stuff, where human forms or body parts might just show up randomly. Might have an arm coming out of your head. You never know.
1: Roll it. Should get on the uh, AI art stuff. I feel like you'd have some really creative prompts that would result in some weird
0: stuff i'd be pretty scared yeah uh yeah that'd be be quite interesting um he okay so this was his vision okay Mm -hmm. a magic cart might spring to life uh on a regular schedule interacting with guests in various ways uh his he would have man-eating plants aquariums filled with disappearing fish cool um, a Candleman that was made of just dripping wax. Lem-
1: Lemur, whatever his uh, name Lumiere. is. Lumiere. Lumiere. That's that close enough.
0: <laughs> um, galleries filled with supernatural artwork and seance circles um, with creepy creatures. Sure, that's a so cool. And weird. He is over there like, working he did have somebody helping him he had a an assistant who was helping him build models and trinkets for months Mm. he literally he was like i nobody's telling me to do this i'm just gonna do it that's great and so he built like a pretty sizable collection of you know different things um that he was going to use to sell walt he was like i know my ideas better than everyone else's Walt, you have to see it um so this is what um this is what Rolly. I keep having to correct myself. My head has yeah. to like switch it. Yeah, same. That's why I keep having a weird pause before I say his name. Um, he says um, to Disney News, some favored the old dark house tradition of sliding panels, clutching hands and so forth. Others saw it as a spoof with lots of gags instead of scary stuff. I wanted to do something Entirely different, something with a tremendous amount of fantasy.
1: That's fun, you know. I've gotten, I, you know, yeah, fantasy is really hot right now. Uh, it really is. It.
0: We, we have Game hot of Thrones,
1: D? House I'm, of the Dragon,
0: House of the Dragon. Uh-huh. We have Lord of the Rings show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be a lot of fantasy going on.
1: Yeah, and this is uh, a way to add in uh, surrealism and fantasy into the Haunted Mansion, and I think that's cool.
0: Yeah, nice job. I don't even Rolly. think he wants to add it in. I think he just he wants just wants it to be weird. yeah, Yeah. 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 Um which Walt summed up like pretty much everyone's reaction really well. <laughs> this is a quote. This stuff is really weird, Rolly. What in the heck are we gonna do with it?
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: Rolly's response is I'm not sure, Walt, uh, which maybe he shouldn't have said, but um but I feel that unless we put something in that's different, the haunted mansion is just going to be the same old thing. Honestly
1: true it's not wrong i have done the haunted hayride a few times once actually in uh los angeles (laughs) and i'll tell you what it's uh pretty predictable and it's not it's not at the same level as the haunted mansion as you might um already know
0: (laughs) um it's I like, would, oh, yes. look,
1: there's a spider. and It's big and made out of cardboard. Woo! <laughs>
0: but it has a red on it, which means it's right. dangerous yeah. and poisonous. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he answers. He's like honest with Walt. And he's like, I don't know. Next day, okay, Walt sleeps on it. And he like tracks down Raleigh, Rolly. Um, and he's like, oh, you son of a gun. That stuff drove me crazy all night long. But now I know how to use it.
1: Perfect. I love you, son of a gun. And yes, I like of a gun. what the heck am I supposed to do with it?
0: <laughs> you can hear it though, like you can imagine. Sure. Uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. It's late very 60s. very fun. Yeah. And at this time, um, I do like that this is a good time of history because this is also you know when Walt was like obsessing over Epcot and becoming like mm-hmm. not a dictator, but like a yeah a new type of leader for a futuristic city. Um, so <laughs> we got a lot going on yeah, during this yeah. time period. Yeah. Um and Walt finally seems excited again like an idea is sticking about the Haunted Mansion yeah
1: which has been the challenge the whole time
0: yes um, and so he then he goes to describe an idea um, of inside the mansion's entrance a spill area showcasing an unnerving display of oddities from all around the world guests can spend as much time as they want there entering and exiting separate from the main show and so this idea um, won out because another, because another idea for the Haunted Mansion was going to be a haunted restaurant, which would have been awesome. dad yeah, would be into that for sure. Oh, my God. Um,
1: Watch me make this food disappear. Ooh,
0: yeah. Oh, God. Dad jokes <laughs> in the morning. Um, which ended up like the way that the Blue Bayou is a part of mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And Blue Bayou has been there as long as Pirates of the Caribbean. It was part of the attraction, mm-hmm. you know, and so that was the idea. Um, was there was going to be a haunted restaurant as part of the attraction, but instead they were like, no, this is a good idea. Um, And so uh, Rolly had submitted over hundreds of ideas for the Haunted Mansion since he'd begun to work on it in the late 50s. -hmm. And now he was set to develop the completely new, Walt-approved Museum of Weird. I'm sure you've heard of this because there's a lot of misconception that this was 100% like... People don't know about all the other storylines that we talked about in episode two, right? But people usually know of the Museum of Weird as yeah, a walk-through attraction yeah. Yeah. of weird, creepy stuff. Sure. Um, and one of the highlights of this was going to be a freestanding gypsy wagon infested with spirits that would spring to life every few minutes.
1: That's a thing he kind of talked about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, doors swung open. Bells rang, the wagon's contents flew around, torches would burst into flames. Um, I don't know if there is that on the attraction, but I do kind of think of you have the part where like the guy's trying to get out of his casket and things are all kind of. You know what? Ooh, ooh, I just had a realization. Go. One day we'll talk about it, <laughs> but right now we're getting into the Nightmare <laughs> Before Christmas time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I feel like. That's kind of the perfect version. You know, I'm thinking of like the man eating creepy wreaths that like hang out.
1: Yeah, I mean, that for Christmas does feel like it would be very up uh, Raleigh's, Raleigh. Rolly. Rolly.
0: Up. We're really struggling.
1: <laughs> up roll yeah. Up Rolly's alley. Uh, just because it does feel like it, I mean, the movie itself is very surreal in a lot yeah. of areas. So yeah, I can definitely see how that vibe in Haunted Mansion would work too.
0: Yeah, where it's kind of, and we're in the Haunted Mansion. It is very, you know, in the Nightmare Before Christmas takes over completely. It's there. But there's still little, mm-hmm. you know, pieces that mm-hmm. obviously they're covering with the wallpaper and stuff. I don't know. It feels like it fits. Yeah. Um, this one, I think, will sound familiar to you. Another plan for this museum of weird was going to be a seance room oh, yeah. with talking furniture, floating chandeliers, marble busts that would follow guests every move.
1: Shout like out to Madame Leo. Yeah,
0: um, and then um, old family paintings that would change right before the viewers' eyes. So there are that, like when you're, you know, depending on if you're in Florida or if you're in California, yeah, you see the paintings change into creepy things. That's yeah. these aren't all in one seance room, but these things happen. You have the bust in the library, um, and then you have a seance room with floating things, um, and. He worked really, Rolly worked so hard on the ghost host concept in an effort to kind of link the museum to Mark Davis's uh, evolving storyline for the main show. So we have at least a through line there of how these two connect, why they connect, because we have our ghost host hosting us all. Right. Um, And though the Museum of Weird went to the graveyard... uh, it did It did help with the idea of okay maybe maybe the haunted mansion should not be a walking tour but maybe this should be a ride through experience and we can put some of these pieces throughout the attraction but not as two separate attractions.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of roll it all into one and I think you obviously still see some of that influence in there today. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of surrealism in there in addition to the spooks.
0: So even though the Museum of Weird was a fail, it kind of did inspire this idea of we have an initial storyline of getting onto the ride and then a ride through attraction.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Um,
0: And so I I wrote this in the notes and I think as we're coming to an end here, uh, this episode, you don't really land on anything. This was kind of like we're getting through to get to a certain point. Yeah. They're still figuring it out, but we are, I mean, inches away from figuring out where this is supposed to go. Um, and we have the exterior of the mansion and the area around it.
1: And they're promoting it.
0: And they're promoting <laughs> it. They're <laughs> probably a little too early. Um, and Walt's vision um, for a cleaner version mm-hmm. of New Orleans, which I think is very funny. He wanted like, what New Orleans, I think like the, the fantas, like the, you know, the more perfect, mm-hmm. not Bourbon street.
1: Yeah. yeah, You know, yeah.
0: um, it was coming together and it was doing really well. It was kind of the perfect part of Disneyland for adults. You know, it would have all these little hideaway tiny shops and kind of wind through. And it, it feels like a very separate part of the park, um, especially from something like Fantasyland, land. Um, Um, And then they were hoping that they would be able to open Pirates of the Caribbean alongside Haunted Mansion at the same time. Spoiler alert, that didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Walt's, it's three acres. I didn't realize that. So uh, New Orleans Square is three acres. That feels right. It cost $18 million to um, expand this area. How much is that now? Let's look it up. It's
1: close to $250 million. Dang. That's a lot.
0: That's expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even think that's including, like, the rides. I think that's just the area. Wow, that's crazy. Um, And so this area was opening. This area opened July 24th, 1966. um, And Pirates had already been built, but um, hadn't quite opened yet.
1: And uh, for those of you that know Disney history, 1966 also known for another big piece. Yeah,
0: look at me. I like was like nervous to say it or something. (laughs) Like as if not, this isn't like a very common piece of history. Right, Um, it's hard to
1: make that transition sometimes.
0: It is. We have our most famous ghost host um, of of Disney, and so 1966 proved to be a very hard time for the Disney company. Um, Walt got sick. He mm-hmm. got cancer. On mm-hmm. um, December fifteenth, nineteen sixty-six, he passed away. Right. This was really rough because you know every he he was the sayer of everything. Mm-hmm. Nothing could get done without him touching it. He even did weird things there where he said, "Sure, build a empty house." Um, you know, he he wanted this house, the haunted mansion, so badly. It had been an original idea, but yet. Things weren't perfect, and so he couldn't let it happen. Right, and it kept getting distracted. Well, we have to fix Tomorrowland. Uh, well, let's do pirates. We we have a better idea here. We have a story. It's a boat, easier. We did that with Small World. Well, let's go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. We still hadn't fully gotten to the Haunted Mansion. So, what do we do?
1: It's a good question, and I'm sure we'll find out on future episodes.
0: But we have to end with our with with our ghost host, who almost was the ghost host yeah uh, he
1: that's true that's true yeah
0: one of the storylines was that walt would narrate right and be your host in the haunted mansion which after 1966 would have been really creepy
1: became very creepy and also harder to get him to record it uh so, well yeah <laughs>
0: um
1: well there's there's a uh, there's a sports um analogy slash metaphor i don't even it's just a theory uh-huh. um called the ewing theory and it developed within like with Patrick Ewing who's like it's like sometimes you have a really great player on a team and then when they leave the team the team actually does better because there's less like focus on the good player and everybody kind of steps up and I don't think that that's that's the case necessarily with Walt Disney but I'd be curious to see because you know those those years that come after we've talked a little about it in our Epcot episode things like that where like you know, once he's gone, everybody's got to figure out how they proceed forward. And maybe it's not as imaginative. Maybe it's not this city utopia city, but it is like practical, and they're getting it done. And I and I am curious because I legitimately don't know what happens between now and the opening of *The Haunted Mansion* to figure out if that's what happens.
0: I decided to keep to to end here because it's about to get a little messy. Right. And otherwise, the episode would go on for too long, and then you'd be annoyed.
1: That's perfect.
0: Um. <laughs> um so yeah we have kind of an in-between episode here uh we got through some of the fun spooky parts some of the weird parts well we can
1: see a lot of where the influences are coming from which i think is cool i mean that's you know i was thinking about this reminds me of and i don't know this that well but i believe the back to the future script took like eight years to make um and it's it reminds me of that a little bit where it's like We have so many ideas. It's hard for us to land on one specific direction. There's a lot of other stuff going on, too. But we're going to keep tweaking this until we get, like, a perfect thing. We
0: we know that we can find it. Right. Um, You said earlier we did an Epcot episode, and I wanted to let you know we actually have not done an Epcot episode. Okay, well, we did
1: something where we talked about Epcot. I know. It's because Epcot
0: sneaks (laughs) in, especially because we we did the opening day of Magic Kingdom. Gotcha. Which, even though that was...
1: (laughs) It may have been Spaceship Earth, too, where we talked about it. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's probably what it was.
0: It's so many things because Epcot was such like a crazy time. And it is weird to think about the fact that like all of that and like he was trying to make a ski lodge. Like all of these things that were happening a little later in his life um, that were happening at the same time.
1: Man, I know a little about so many things related to Disney World, the Disney parks now. It's kind of fun. (laughs) Like I was like, oh, yeah, the ski park. I remember that. Yeah. That's weird that I know that. (laughs)
0: it's great that's why we're here to learn about (laughs) disney um yeah thank you guys uh for celebrating my birthday with me happy
1: birthday kelly (laughs) thank
0: you you're
1: welcome and
0: getting to talk about some of my favorite uh pieces of because like some of the things that we're about to talk about are why i like geek about it yeah and so we're seeing the pieces like 80 different special effects
1: that's crazy I'm excited, too. I'm excited to dive into that.
0: Yeah, and the fact that Rolly was like, I'm just going to go ahead and make my own attraction and then show him after and see how he feels. And he was
1: like, man, that's weird dude. (laughs) (laughs) But all right, whatever.
0: I wonder if he did drugs.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either. I
1: I would never besmirch uh, that name. Oh, I'm positive. Really? Yeah. I mean, at least, like, was high a lot. I mean, he at least smoked, I would have to assume.
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Maybe I'm wrong, but...
0: I just... Like, I love when people's brains think differently.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, if your brain thinks differently and you want to reach out to <laughs> us about it, well, the crazy, weird attraction that you built in your <laughs> warehouse uh, in Burbank, yeah, let us know.
0: But if you built it anywhere else, we don't want yeah, to Yeah, no, about get,
1: it. get out of here. Just,
0: <laughs> just kidding. Um, thanks for having a morning episode with us. It was fun. I had it, a good time. I'm it gonna, was. I'm
1: going to probably let it. I'll probably edit it a little bit looser because I think there's some fun little sidetracks <laughs> we did here. I think people will enjoy it.
0: Um, also, we managed to say not hot. Yeah. I'm very impressed. I know.
1: Me too. I uh, mean, it's going to be in a minute. You guys don't get a it. Yeah.
0: I drove where I started on uh, the west part of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. 75 degrees. By the time I got here. Ninety-four degrees.
1: Yep. I mean, it's supposed to get up to hundred somewhat today yep. too. Anyway, so but I, I definitely had everything running as as cold as possible. So
0: amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so so much. Um, we had two episodes in a row of attractions. Super yeah. exciting. Got some fun interviews coming up, um, and obviously more attractions too. Obviously um, more attractions. Uh, and yay uh make sure to rate review subscribe
1: wherever you listen to podcasts
0: i realize we haven't said that in a while well
1: you know people know what to do well, but please, you're right we appreciate good, it. Important. it's important to remind them it is um, um
0: you can find us you can find everything at sliceofdisney.com it's
1: the best place to find us
0: but uh we also have our social media facebook and instagram slice of disney
1: twitter slice underscore of underscore disney
0: and
1: you can email us at slice of disneypod at gmail.com. <gasps>
0: yeah, see, we we've been forgetting. It's these been things. a minute. It's been a minute. And then I felt bad because we got an email and I missed it. Ah. So I'm gonna be better about that too. I'm actually I felt so bad. Um but yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and uh as always, hurry back hurry back. Make sure to bring your death. Certificate. Keep bye.